if you're the kind of guy that lets other people walk all over them, if you're the kind of guy that just sort of goes with the flow and tries not to rock the boat, if you're the kind of guy that's constantly afraid of other people's opinions of you, I got to tell you, you're being a wimp. I know it's a little harsh, but what is a wimp? A wimp is the opposite of strong. Strong people are able to stand up for themselves, set boundaries, let other people know how they want to be treated. And if we're not doing that, then you're being the opposite of a strong, which I would call a wimp. Now, the good news is in this video today, I want to teach you some things that you can do to learn to be more assertive because we teach other people how to treat us. And if we're accepting the things from other people and we're not setting boundaries and we're not letting other people know when they've stepped on our toes, well, all of that's on us. But before I talk about those things, I want to remind you to like and subscribe to this channel. I appreciate everyone who does. It really helps the algorithm and it helps this channel grow. Only takes you a second. Click the button below. Boom. There you go. A couple of days ago, one of my clients came to me with a problem. And the problem was that he had recently got a roommate. He had purchased this house and he was making payments on it. And he needed a roommate in order to make his mortgage. He found somebody that was a friend of a friend and they seemed to be a good match and they moved in. The problem was that this person's standard of cleanliness wasn't up to my client's standard of cleanliness. It was things like leaving dishes in the sink, leaving shaving clippings in the sink, not putting the toothpaste away, just leaving things out. It really started to eat on my client. The more he sat with it, the more resentment started to grow in him. But he was also really afraid of how to tell the other person what his needs were. He was afraid of their reaction. He was afraid that they might get upset and leave, and then he would have to come up with the extra money to pay his mortgage. He was afraid that this person who was a friend of a friend might talk smack about him. He had a lot of fears and they were basically irrational because he was allowing somebody else's behavior to cause him to feel a sense of powerlessness. Now, the funny thing is that my client is actually high up in a management position and he tells people, all day long what they need to do and what's working and what's not working. As long as the topic was about the organization, he didn't have a problem. But when it came to his own needs and asserting his own needs, that's when the problem started. And maybe that's something you can identify with. I know a lot of guys that I work with, even myself, if we're in a leadership position and we need to confront people, we can do that. But when it comes to our own needs, for some reason, we tend to shrink. As I was working with him, we started to unpack the things that were coming up for him, the fears. And we identified that he was afraid of disapproval. He was afraid of the other person's anger. He was afraid of maybe being gaslit, like the other person saying, your standards are too high. He was afraid of retaliation. He was also afraid in some way of losing the relationship. Like I said, he needed the relationship in order to pay for his mortgage. And he also had a sense of obligation because this was a friend of a friend that he felt like he needed to really make this work with this guy. As we started to address the fears, we started to ask the question, where do these fears come from? And a lot of these fears came from his own childhood wounds of never being able to assert himself in his family system, of never being able to get his needs met in a timely and generous way. This is what happens to a lot of us nice guys. We're afraid of other people's reactions because in the past, when we've asked for our needs to be met, we get told no, we get disapproved of, we get gaslit, we get other people's anger, 
And oftentimes we're afraid of losing the relationship because the relationship in some way serves us. We need that relationship. It's these fears that keep us stuck, not asserting our own needs and not asserting what we want and not teaching other people how they should treat us. The more we talk, the more he began to understand that if these fears were to actually become true, that maybe this person wasn't a great person to have as a roommate, if they did disapprove or they gaslit him, or they got angry and upset through a tantrum, told the friends, this probably isn't somebody you want to have in your life for very long. But I also helped him see how his inaction was really not helping anybody. It wasn't helping him. It wasn't helping his roommate. In fact, it was the opposite of love. And that's what confrontation is. It's an act of love. It's simply letting other people know that what they've done, think if somebody stepped on your foot and they were standing on your foot and you didn't say anything, you just waited for them to remove their foot. How's that helping you? How's that helping them? But when you say, excuse me, you're standing on my foot, similar kind of thing with his roommate. His roommate might not know that when he leaves things out that it bothers other people. His roommate might appreciate a gentle correction. After all, someday he might move out, get married, or live with another roommate. And wouldn't it be nice for him to know the things that he does that tend to bother other people? So it truly is an act of love. Another point I made was the way that my client was experiencing his roommate was probably also how other people experienced his roommate. And when we don't let other people know our experiences of them, they can go through life bumping into people and doing things that they have no idea that are causing other people problems. The way we experience people is usually how other people experience them as well. So we're doing them a favor by letting them know that the behavior that they're doing doesn't work for us. I believe that one of the ways that we can overcome our fear of confrontation is by learning good communication skills. Now, just because somebody steps on your toe doesn't mean you have to push them away or push them off. That might be your initial reaction. But when you do that, you end up doing more damage than good. This is why confrontation should always come from a place of love, compassion, and understanding. And part of that understanding is seeking first to understand where the other person is coming from. A good rule of thumb is always seek to understand before being understood. This is where we can get curious and wonder what's going on with this person. What is causing them to do this thing? Maybe it's something that they're used to. Maybe their mom always picked up after them and they didn't realize when they get into the real world that that's not how the real world works. A great way I've found that you can confront someone without getting them on the defensive really quickly is just use the words, I've noticed that. I've noticed that sometimes you leave dishes in the sink or sometimes you don't clean out the sink after you've shaved. Or I've noticed that sometimes you don't put the cap back on the toothpaste. By simply saying, I noticed this, it's letting the other person know that you are aware of what's going on, even if they're not aware. Then after you've, then after you've expressed to them, this is what I've noticed, where you can get curious and say something as simply as, I'm just wondering why that is. I've noticed that sometimes you leave dishes in the sink and I was just curious, why is that? And then let it sit there. Let them answer the question for you. And they might say something like, oh, I, I didn't know I was doing that. And you could say, yeah, I did notice that. I'm wondering if that might be something that you can work on instead of putting them in the sink, just wash them and put them away. 
that would be really helpful for me. And by adding the words, that would be really helpful for me. You're asking them to collaborate with you and to meet your need. You don't have to go in with a strong, hey, you're not picking them after yourself. And if this doesn't change, you're out of here, buddy. Instead, get curious, collaborate, come from a place of compassion. One of the things I was telling my client was, I'm guessing that his roommate isn't sitting there thinking, you know what I'm going to do to piss him off? I'm going to leave my dishes in the sink. That's right. He's going to have to pick up after me. <laughs> That's not generally how people work. Generally, people are just thoughtless. In other words, they don't have a thought. They don't have the thought of, I should clean my dishes and put them away. They just don't have a thought. And by bringing it to their awareness, we're now creating that thought and awareness within them. And we can teach other people to treat us by just saying, I've noticed this. I'm wondering what's up with that. And would you be willing to make a change? That would be really helpful for me. This is the collaboration. And when they say yes, then you've got the buy-in. Now, if they continue to do it, you can come back and say, hey, I've noticed that you've been leaving your dishes in the sink again. We had a conversation. You said you were going to work on that. I'm wondering what's going on. Go back, reset the boundary. Again, it would be really helpful for me if you would do this. If it continues to happen, then you're going to have to up the intensity and up the boundary. You might say something like, listen, we've talked about this twice. If it continues to happen, I may have to ask you to find another place to live. And you're doing it from a place of calm. You're doing it from a place of open-heartedness. And you're doing it from a place of really wanting to collaborate and help the other person. So there you have it. You don't have to be a wimp anymore. If somebody's doing something to you that you don't like, you can confront them with love, understanding, and compassion by simply asking them a few questions and working through to find the collaboration to the solution of what's bothering you. Because at the end of the day, you teach everyone how you want to be treated. And if you tolerate intolerable behavior, you teach people that you're a wimp. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please like, subscribe, and make a comment, and I'll see you next time.